0: can walk course. Are we using the ones? Yes? Well we don't have to. I just
1: wanna just wanna kinda do a sound test just to see how loud. As long as we all kind of congregate around the microphone, we should be okay.
0: Choop, shoop, choop, shoot oop, choop, Shoot! No. No? No. Not you want. Shoop. <laughs> Duke, 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 Duke of Earl, Duke, Duke, Duke of Earl, Duke, Duke, Duke of Earl, Duke, 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 Duke Duke of Earl. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that. I was wondering if he was going to. (laughs)
2: Uh, the geeks in the studio here meet the geeks reunion again or not almost almost kind of three of the
0: three of the geeks three of the geeks and we are rapidly expanding yeah in I fact, we I'm... are we, uh, yeah this time of year <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're gonna try to
2: do this once a month which which is the why do you keep bottom i don't know i'm rolling around um, we want to do this once a month. Get the boys together. It's an excuse just to get together. Mm-hmm. Just happen to record a podcast at the same time. So <clears throat> we're doing a double header.
0: <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. I thought you were going to leave. <laughs> um, the, I was, I was stretching for something, and it just it, it didn't come together in my head. So I figured Keep it on all over. Couldn't stretch yeah, that
1: double much. ender. Far enough.
0: So, a game we played before
1: mm-hmm.
2: on this show, I played it with you, Todd, yep. and you, Corey, and I mm-hmm. did with Corey or with uh, Tracy. So, one of the top episodes of the year was actually the versus episode. Lots of people liked it, and a totally blatant rip off of the Money Years podcast, which is Macaulay Culkin's podcast. But, I don't know, for some reason we get a lot of views on all the Versus episodes. So we're going to do another one.
1: Okay. Okay. Hands so, up the crowd. So, I'm going to throw the
2: categories at you. Now, some of them are more Todd-centric. Some of them are Corey-centric. But you're each going to vote and present your argument. And you're going to tell me what's who wins in the Versus battle.
1: Okay. I'm ready. So we pick a topic, or you're gonna pick no, a topic. No, I've got them all here. Oh, you got it I all I wrote these up long ago. You get that? You get that sheepish grin. <laughs> <laughs> He's upset. something
2: up. up. All right. So I'm gonna root, I'm, I'm gonna go from uh, the Todd category to the Corey category back and forth. Excuse me. Um, I think I want to do this one first. This is the Corey category. Okay. Paw Patrol. Versus PJ Mask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he just flipped me the bird. <laughs> Double.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: Your two most hated shows, Corey. Yeah. That you yeah. Are forced to watch just like myself.
0: Yeah. Todd, have you seen these shows before?
1: Uh, actually, I think I've seen them in your house. We're <laughs> watching the kids. If you go
0: anywhere there. with you know four year olds, you're bound to see them. Yeah. In fact, actually, one of uh, Hunter's very first clear sentences was, Mom, Ryder needs us! (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
2: All right. Now, I picked these because I know you hate them both. Yeah. So let's find the most deplorable and have them be vanquished. Okay.
0: Well, at least in... PJ masks there's some suggestion that you know there's parents <laughs> I mean have you ever noticed with you know Paw Patrol like is Ryder an orphan or And how the hell is he driving vehicles at He's five building years old these or things He's ten. Is he ten? He's actually ten years old. Did they actually state his age? Uh, no, but one of the books, because you know, having a four-year-old, yes, you also yeah, have the books, yeah. Uh, it did actually say, you know, that Ryder is ten years old. Well, then that's okay for him yeah. to have a license, it. Yeah, know, and I this mean. is a dog. No, no the Ryder, dog. Ryder's the adult. Ryder's the adult. Okay, it's the no, human. Not, sorry, not the adult. The human. Yes. Okay, <laughs> not the adult. Okay. I actually have a theory about Paw Patrol, and we're already going way off topic. Well, here. no,
2: this is exactly what I was hoping to get into. So, <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> I have a theory about Paw Patrol. That the two mayors, um, mayor, uh, the one with the chicken. Uh, Ch- Nick, Chico- Nick, Chickaletta is the chicken.
1: Chicken.
2: And
0: uh, mayor, mayor... Good, good-win, good, good, good one, something like that? Come and on, Todd. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, my era was Dora the Explorer,
0: Swiper, No Swiping. I've got, I have no idea what was oh, going <laughs> through that too, actually. okay. So. Hunter still always goes, oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, so Mary Goodwin and uh, the evil mayor. Yeah, with so, the purple. Yeah, th- with the top hat. You know the classic villain. You know even got the yes, even has on. the curly uh, yeah, mustache. mustache. Like
2: Dad had when He was in Argentina. I guess Dad was.
1: Dad was a turn Twisted. Yes. 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 The mustache <clears throat> wax. The whole game. he actually had the
0: mustache wax. Yeah. How many? How many women did your dad tie to railway tracks? well he did work for the railroad he (laughs) did work
1: (laughs) he's a top hat and a monocle exactly
0: anyway so here's my theory these two mayors are in fact the overindulgent rich parents of Ryder right to the point where they have bought an island and created this whole fantasy for their child where you know he's not, he's a police force, you know, he's the fire firefighters, you know, him and his gen- genetically modified puppies are all, are, you know, the basically the peacekeepers of this. So do you think Ryder's on so much Ritalin that he's imagined this reality? That's another entire po- empire, entirely possible thing, you know, it's... It could all be in Ryder's head, you know. He's tied up in an asylum somewhere, you know. He could be a 27 year old man who's locked up in an
2: asylum who hasn't grown up since he was 10. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I blame cannabis. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not blaming anything (laughs) on cannabis. It's getting a bad rap. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) Gone to his parents' edibles. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the story begins. Yeah. Yeah, So, what's your
0: PJ Mask theory then? PJ Masks, uh, well. They're actual superheroes, you know? You can't deny that. Yeah. You know, they They, they were, have powers yeah, and everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, like uh, Gecko muscles and, you know, Super Cat Speed and, oh, God, why do I know this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Super Gecko strength! Like, yeah. Hunter is, a uh, Hunter Gecko. Uh, oh, I know. His little friend, uh, Nazi is, uh, Catboy. Oh. Yeah. My girls are Catboy. They're both Catboy. They're both Catboy. Nobody likes Owlette. Owlette's my
2: favorite. I like the costume design. Yeah. The most.
0: Yes. You know, they've got, you know, fancy little ships that they fly around. In. But they live in a totem pole, you know. That's, uh, that's kind of politically incorrect nowadays. I, well, yeah,
2: I know. I, I was wondering. That's about
0: cultural that? appropriation. They live in a totem pole
2: because they're all totems of animals. Yes. The owl, the cat, <clears throat> and, and the, the lizard. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Whatever. A, well, so are these Native
0: American children? Like, I, I don't know. Well, have you ever noticed that they're, hmm. they tend to kind of, you know, they don't really tell you what ethnicity Catboy is. Well, it, it'd be a cat. Well, yeah, but, you know, geckos, you know, definitely white. Owlette appears to be Asian. And, you know, Catboy is slightly darker skin, but they never really... I know a lot of the times that uh, they have, you know, pictures of kids wearing the Catboy suits, you know, definitely uh, children with uh, darker skin tones, so... Right.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. Yeah. So, you still haven't told me who wins. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so let's see, the crazy child in the asylum, or, you know, the actual superheroes. Let's go with the actual superheroes. All right, that's good. I do find uh, PJ Masks to be slightly less annoying than Paw Patrol. I I do, too, at the... uh, Can you put this over there? Sure. Every time I move my chair, it goes... (laughs)
2: Um, your list is on my phone. Can you pass me my phone?
0: <clears throat>
2: I realize the list that I actually have here is the old list that on the episode we actually did. Oh, Okay. Let's find the list. Oh, here we go. Oh. Okay. I think i have it scattered okay so here's the here's the toddler. one okay it's a three-way oh <sighs> threesome which is the better so- which, which is which is the better song <clears throat> jump the house of pain jump by van halen or jump by
1: crisscross oh. oh that's a tough one uh i'm not too familiar with the uh the crisscross
2: yeah, Mac Daddy make you jump, jump. Daddy Mac can make you. weren't they Mac Daddy and Daddy Mac? Were the
0: two kids? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the Big Mac, Mac Daddies. The, they <laughs> wore their pants backwards. Yes, they did. That was their. That was their big thing. That was their thing. Yeah.
1: And what was the other one? Not Van Hill. What was the other one?
2: How's the pain? Irish rappers. Yep. See, uh, the first when that comes out rap, my... like Ireland. See, the yeah. first
1: one that comes out of my head is that one. is a jump, jump for your love. <laughs> But that's not oh. the same. <laughs> Pointer Sisters. <laughs> there we go. Jump
2: for my love. Okay, this just became way this, this a became 4 away, yeah? Yeah. 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 So, so uh, what's the better song of those? Well, I mean, for uh, for, for me, then Halen,
1: <laughs> Obviously, I mean that's 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 my yeah, that's my take on it. The other ones, I I don't even know if I even recognize them.
2: You didn't give your answer on PJ Masks versus the Power Patrol, though. I, want, I wanted that too. Uh, and then we'll give you your answer on the jump.
1: You know here. what I? I would say Paw Patrol, from what I've seen. I I don't think I've ever. The only PJ Maxx I've seen is the vehicles and costumes that they wear. Yeah. I don't think I've actually watched the cartoon itself. But I don't know. Paw Patrol just seems cuter yeah. for me. But that's yeah.
2: it's cuter until it
0: becomes annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched it to that point, so you're lucky. Count yourself blessed. <laughs> that's the only one i had 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 for todd here that was it (laughs) that's i don't know i thought i had it here
2: yeah
1: but question's that which one do you know here (laughs) no
2: that's not it man okay well we're gonna go to the next one (laughs) are you you gonna ask me what oh yeah which is your favorite
0: jump i know what you're gonna say no i'm not sure if i uh, want to tell you oh come on i know what you're gonna say okay what do you think i'm gonna say wait
2: isn't it kind of weird That Jump by the Irish rappers House of Pain is also the name of a Van Halen song called House of Pain from the 1984 album, where Jump, the
0: song Jump, appeared. Hmm. Hmm. Odd. But I'm actually going to go with Crisscross. Ooh. Do you wear your clothes backwards, Corey? (laughs) When I'm really, really drunk.
2: (laughs) We haven't done that in a while. Yeah.
1: Um, That's another episode. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) I thought I... I'm pretty sure I had a list. Now, hang on. I'll do the next one. And while I'm doing the next one, we will find, um... Okay. This is the Corey one. You can answer as well. Okay. Meet the Geeks. Matt versus Meet the Geeks
0: Thomas. Mm. You know what? I'm actually probably gonna have to go with Matt on that one because Thomas isn't quite fully formed yet. I had a very clear idea of you know what Matt was gonna be. Whereas, you know, Thomas, I'm still kind of you know trying to work on how he's gonna fit into things. So yeah, I'd have to go with probably uh probably go with Matt on that one.
1: These are all hard questions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well. <sighs> if it's any consolation of them, were introduced, you know, by standing on top of a uh, delivery van playing a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a upcoming strip, by the way. Uh, so look for it sometime in the new year. In four days. <laughs> in four days. <laughs> four days.
2: <laughs> Not quite that soon. Um.
0: Okay.
1: I, you know what? I honestly didn't really... I mean, Are I, you
0: telling me you haven't been re- reading my strip?
1: Well, no, I've, I've seen them, but the thing is, you haven't really done anything with Thomas except for Try when he move moved in. <laughs> and that was cool, but we've yet to see what happens from here. Yeah. I'm interested in, in seeing how it progresses.
2: I'm going to chime in on this one. I think I like Meet the Geeks... Thomas first because he still has been I was gonna use a bad word. I'm gonna politically correct myself backwards there. He hasn't been torn apart yet. So there's still a sense of innocence and there's a lot more we can do with him.
0: Yeah. But he's also
2: a martial artist, so if you guys piss him off too much, you and Clay are gonna be beat up quite often.
1: Once in right a while you'll see a thwack. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't even see that coming. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. Actually, that gives me a whole idea for a whole slew of. There you go. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Quay or Corey trying to sneak in on the side, and all of a sudden. Why couldn't we keep the dumb one? (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. Actually, I I have some here that I can uh I I can. Okay, I'm gonna throw this one to Todd. Okay. Um, a lot of these. Am I gonna know these? No, no. These these (laughs) are gonna know. Okay. This is a hard one, though. It, you you know what they are, but okay. Zamfir versus Kenny G, the master of the Ooh, the pan flute, Zampir. versus the master of the saxophone.
1: Saxophone. Uh, Zamfir. Who's the other one? Kenny G. Kenny G.
2: Soft jazz of Kenny G.
1: I would have to go with Kenny G. Really, I think, yeah. More saxophonish, blue I don't know, You're kind of the blues aren't cool? <laughs> no, they're fine. If you want to go to sleep,
0: you know what? Actually, I grew what? up with uh, listening to Zamphir because my mom liked him. Um, you know, my aunts. Liked oh yeah, it.
2: that's yeah, that's perfect. For and me in
0: this uh, let's, let's put it this way: Kenny G has never been featured in a Quentin Tarantino film. What? Zamphir has been featured in Kill Bill. Is that how I go, Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a different one? No, actually, no. it, 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 it was, wait, wait, was. that Death Proof or one of those ones? No, it was in uh, Kill Bill, where um, Hattori Hanzo is presenting the bride with the sword, yeah. and the piece that's playing in the background was. Oh, Zampier. yeah. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Soothing, mystical
2: music. Yes. For your. Ears.
0: So you pick Kenny G, you pick Zanfier. I would go with Zanfier, actually. Besides, you know, the, the saxophone is such a common instrument. You know, who plays the <coughs> pan flutes anymore?
2: I think if Bob Ross was a musician, I think he'd play the pan flutes. Yeah, probably. Look at listen to that sooth sounding.
1: Yeah. Or anybody with pan a bad flute. back. It's very light. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. <clears throat>
0: I might
2: have asked this one before.
1: We have to have the Jeopardy theme song playing. <laughs> I can, I, I can, I'm able to tag that in. Yeah. I'll add it. <laughs> if you're hearing
2: the music, I mean, it's already there and we've already done it and post it. This is, uh, oh, this one's good. T carp versus T carp versus the hat. These are all nicknames that Thomas has. Yes. Which yeah. is the better nickname of the three? So there's Tecarp, Tecarp,
0: and The Hammer. Well, I've had Hammer completely ruined for me because they used to... Man, we're going to go into a Winnipeg thing here. Back, uh, back in the day, uh, about 20 years ago, there was a rock musician. Or not rock musician. <laughs> a, yeah, let's rephrase that. <laughs> there was a rock DJ. Known as Dick Rivers. Oh, you remember Dick Rivers? I remember Dick Rivers. Yeah, yeah, you get fired or something. Yeah, for cocaine use. Is that what it was? It was multiple. He became arrogant. His head swelled. So him and Wheeler should have a
1: show together. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that would be quite. Actually, that would be interesting. (laughs) Oh, coming to a podcast. Do you remember Dick Rivers? I've heard the name.
2: He was like late night, right on ninety-seven or ninety-two or something. He was the evening uh, DJ.
0: Evening, yeah. yeah. And
2: then Ace Burpee replaced him, I believe. Yeah, he was on that
0: whatever that station that was. No, but anyway. it was ninety-seven, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he did all the heavy metal. You know, he was the guy that was playing Pantera, which was yeah, yeah. awesome. Okay. Anyway, so getting back to the hammer for about three weeks or longer. Right about the time that, you know, the Tommy Lee sex tape came out.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All you
0: would hear people talking about on Dick Rivers' show when they would call in is Tommy's big hammer. See, I thought you were going with MC Hammer, but this no, is actually no, a better story. Is, yeah, no, it's just... Please, Hammer, don't hurt hurt them. So anytime I hear, you know, Thomas the Hammer, I'm... <laughs> Nickname suitcase. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be folded up for you. I'm Should sure Shelby could it. tell us, but, you yeah. <laughs> know. Uh,
0: but, yeah, it's just, anytime I hear it, now, whenever I hear the hammer, oh, all <laughs> I can think can't, of I can't think of it. <laughs> i got a visual. <laughs> Thomas the
1: Hammer. <laughs> Thomas the Hammer. <laughs>
2: uh, oh. Okay, so the hammer doesn't win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to carp... T-carp,
0: yeah. Or, or T-carp. Yeah. T-carp or T-carp? On the other hand, you know, now the hammer's always going to make me laugh even more. So, you yeah, know, maybe we'll just go with there the hammer. There might hammers. be a strip yeah. in there. There might be a strip in there. Yeah.
1: You're not going to put, like, a link to the, to this area?
0: I think I might have to. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Tommy Lee and
1: <laughs>
0: YouTube Red. Tied into that, actually, there was, uh, there was apparently a guy here in the city uh, that actually got a picture of a penis... Thrusting up out of a river and then got Dick Rivers' uh, signature tattooed under it. Yeah, this is a tattoo on his arm? And apparently. I, I wow. Remember hearing the story, I don't know if it was true, but yeah, apparently this guy got. Dick, done. if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can confirm or deny it. Or Where did this podcast <laughs> take a left turn? In Albuquerque. So <laughs>
2: um, so, so is it T carp or T carp? Uh, let's go with T carp.
0: I think T carp's actually. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, more aesthetically pleasing to say. Yes, it is. Rather than T carp. I was trying to do the Klingon thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. T carp. T carp. What about you? What was the third one?
2: It was T carp, T carp, or the hammer.
1: Like, I, don't know. I kind of like the hammer. Yeah. Because yeah, of you the story. The, yeah. Because yeah. there's a story behind it.
2: <laughs> Even though it's not related to him at all. Yeah. No. It's no. now Thomas's story. Why do they yeah. call you the
1: hammer? Uh, that's a long story. Well. <laughs> what was that thud? It's almost like, no, like Little John when they do the opposite of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, this is the Todd one. Okay. Nirvana versus Pearl Jam. Now, I know you're not big fans of the 90s thing, but I actually kind of wanted to get your opinion on on that. I think I know what the answer is going to be. I already know what your answer is going to be. Let's see what Tyler says.
1: Well, Nirvana was okay. Um, had a couple good songs. That's somebody I followed a lot. Um... I mean, t- mostly recognized by me was when they had the Unplug show, and it was MTV or one of those yeah, things, yeah. which was really good. Um, and what was the other one? Uh, oh, or, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. But yeah, I, I'd, I'd say Pearl Jam. Yeah. I think you've actually, you actually know how to play a couple Pearl Jam songs. I'm guessing. Uh, sure. Which ones? <laughs> oh, I.
2: <why? laughs> I'm still alive.
1: Well, maybe. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. It's one of those one of those things where if I hear the song, yeah, you know, I recognize it. I think you played it on rock band a lot.
2: We do rock band. I think someone would always pick Alive or Even Flow,
0: but no one ever picked Nirvana. Or Nirvana. You know, the funny thing yeah. is those songs are, you know, some of Pearl Jam's more popular ones, but I don't think they're really some of their better. I agree. I mean, Pearl, I'd have to go with Pearl Jam, too, because Pearl Jam has done a lot more musically Yeah, over the years. Um, they've definitely experimented more. You know, Eddie Vedder's... He had that ukulele album. Yeah. It's, it's all him playing a ukulele for a whole album. You know, they've, yeah. Uh, they've experimented a lot more with, you know, sound. And, I mean, they've had some just absolutely amazing songs. Uh, Do The Evolution is still one of my favorites. That's a good song. I mean, it's a fairly popular Good, good video, too. Yeah. Really awesome video. I mean, uh, that was that's part of the reason why I like the song so much. It was done by... Um, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane's uh, company, animation company. The guy who
2: drew Spider-Man was made famous by, by drawing Spider-Man, and he was paid millions of dollars to draw Spider-Man. And then he left Marvel and then created Spawn. And McFarlane Toys, which makes all the hockey players and baseball players you see in the stores, like the super hyper-realistic action figures of sports
0: people. They're more statues
2: than toys. Yeah, they're made by his company.
0: Right.
1: More realistic.
2: Yeah, that guy did the video.
0: Yeah. Oh. It's an amazing video. I also really like Spin the Black Circle. Oh, yeah. Actually, that album,
2: does Vitology, right? Yeah. The third one, yeah. I actually, I still own it, and I still like that album a lot. Yeah. It's probably
0: my favorite of the... Yeah. But, you know, there was also that uh, period where they released every a recording, a CD of every single show that they did over the course of a year. I didn't know. I didn't know that story. Yeah, actually. Um, wow. The funny, uh, I was living in Toronto at the time when they were doing this. And uh, what was it? Was it Sunrise Records or? The equivalent. It was an equivalent Sunrise, uh, yeah,
2: like, play. Yeah. It was
0: a huge record store yeah. down on uh, Young Street. Rhino? Is it Rhino? The camera I can't or remember. Something like that. Yeah, you know, back when they still had record stores and Sam so the Record Man. Yeah, I go to some It Sundays might have actually been. It might have been Sam actually. Oh, well, that would make sense. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, they have the wall yeah. of all these albums, and they are packaged in just you know a simple cardboard sleeve. Yeah. But to keep the there was on. just like literally just rows and rows of them. And their live show, I think, I I think,
2: I, I like I'm siding with like I do like Nirvana a lot. Yeah. But. I think, based on longevity and those sorts of things, uh, yeah, I know
0: he offed himself. But that being said, I don't know. Like, there's—I don't think Nirvana would have gone as far.
2: I don't think they were capable of, unless they really t- totally changed directions. Yeah, I think there were there was
0: there was a limit to how far they could go. Um, but but yeah, like you had been kind of you know Red Hot Chili Peppers arc, yeah, where they started off with you know kind of an experimental sound, yeah, you know, something a bit different and then the and then started going or, to like a more pop and yeah. you know
2: top 40s yeah I like, I like Pearl because I, I I like Pearl Jam because I like singing Pearl Jam <laughs> <laughs> I can sing I guess Kurt Cobain but it's like it's not I don't know it's not as it's not as enjoyable yeah. you can hum What I think what I like about Pearl Jam is and, th- and this is what I like about all my favorite music I can hum the guitar solo that to me makes a great song. If the guitar solvable is hummable, mm-hmm. then that makes a good song because your average listener listens to the singing. Right. And if if someone who has no musical background can hum a part of the song that's not singing, that's another lure for the average listener. Like um, earworm, do what's that?
1: An <laughs> earworm, yeah,
2: yeah. Like it's that's that's the ultimate hook, right? I was, I was listening to Thunderfunk,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Danny's band who we had on the show a few yeah. episodes ago. And I was listening to, and the way he constructs his solos are similar. He actually, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but it's like he constructs the solo so you can hum along to it. It's cashy, it catches in your ear, and you go, you know,
0: you go, did it, did it, did it, Like you can actually verbalize it. Right? That that like, almost it, sounds like Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs>
2: I just, but I, I remember the solos in the Thunderpunk songs. I remember the solos note for note in right. the Pearl Jam songs. Nirvana didn't really have solos. And I like solos in my song. I do. But they had really good, like, two great guitar players in that band. And they each took their turn soloing and stuff, and it was quite good.
0: You know.
2: So three three Pearl Jams?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah soloing has kind of gone by the wayside, it seems. Yeah, well, guitars have gone on
0: the wayside. I think it depends on the type of uh, type of music. I mean, you know, a lot of the more melodic uh, death metal, you know, they still do rely a lot on you know the solo and it's not really soloing, but you know the guitar riff. Right. Yeah. for we'll the next
2: one here. <laughs> so the hammer got a point. T cart <laughs> got a point.
1: Uh, oh Matt I'm got sorry, a point. Thomas.
2: <laughs> well, we said, "Oh, PJ mascot." one, Paul Patrol got one, um, I don't even know what list we're in. Oh, ooh, so you, you, you won't know this, but you need, you need to. Oh no, okay, this one's good. <laughs> you you <laughs> both do. I'm trying to find ones that that are that because I got a million on this list. Lar versus
0: Lawrence. Lar.
1: Who's Lawrence? <laughs>
2: Lars, huh? You know Lars D'Souza? At least they could do good friend of ours. Yeah. Lars, we'd love to have you on the show. Sure, Charactrist.
1: Okay, Man, he, I, I thought you meant the the, the guitars from, uh, Larry Gowan. No, uh, <laughs> Metallica. Is that Lars? Oh, Lars. That's yeah. Lars.
2: Like yeah. No, no, no. No, that's... no. We wouldn't put him in a category.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking. Lars and who? <laughs> um, the funny thing is, I, actually, I,
2: I like his. So, Lars' name is actually Larry, or yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence, actually yes. Lawrence, more properly. But he goes; he's gone by Lar forever, and yeah. his moniker is
0: Tist as an artist, and our Uncle Lar, which we all call him. Yeah. Going back to uh, a couple of podcasts ago, where we interviewed Lauren Elder. And the uh, Codex of Desire. Um, when I was first talking to her about uh, Lar, uh, she actually uh, remembered him as, oh, Lawrence D'Souza. Interesting. Yeah, she had known him uh, before uh, because you know, he was still, he was a name in, uh, you know, caricaturist uh, circles and art circles. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was, so, really but he th- was, was he known, so when he was doing, carica- when he was purely a caricaturist, was he calling himself Lar back then? Um, I think, I think we, we met him as Lar. We met him as Lar, uh, but you know well, he had been known previously as Lawrence. You know, yes, yeah. and then you know eventually got shortened to Lar. I want to do a deep dive into his political cartoons he was doing with Silver. I don't know if
2: you, saw, you read any of those, but they're really good. Mm. They were doing political cartoons for a while, but anyway, yeah, we went off drive.
0: Okay. It looks so confused. <laughs>
2: so, do you do you like Larry? Would you rather? Sorry. Would you rather call somebody Lawrence or
0: Lar? Lawrence. You kind of meant Lawrence is just. let But then again, Lawrence. so it's Lar. That's.
1: I mean, it, it, it just kind of brings me back to uh, moving up with the Jeffersons.
0: Lawrence! <laughs> Florence, Florence, oh, Florence, Florence. Yeah, Florence. Uh, yeah. So it's Lawrence.
1: Florence. Uh, I think Var would be. I think, yeah, Var yeah. better. I like the short. See, names. the nice thing is, you know, the larger,
0: the longer names, like Lawrence, you know, can actually shorten, right? Yeah. You know, kind of come with, you know, a fun nickname. But, you know, what do you do with, like, Todd? Todd. Todd.
1: Todd. It's
0: like Xavi
1: Guinum. What's the short. Xavi <laughs> Guinum? What's the short version? Za. <laughs> Zah. Za, So yeah, I like the shorter, shorter yeah. versions. I like the shorter version. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, that way
1: you can Lark say it two. loud, proud. You don't have to pronounce the anything. <laughs> it's this funny. is coming it- from
0: ko ta, and sh. <laughs> sh-, sh- <laughs> what? <laughs> Shh. What? You know, reminds me of a joke. What do you call a fish with no eyes?
1: Uh, Well, that one you can tell you. I don't know. (laughs)
0: Okay, next one. (laughs) Uh oh. Oh, boy. Uh, He makes that giggle, It's never anything (sighs) good.
1: We went from general to X rated again. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) No.
2: Harry Joe Satriani versus hairless Joe Satriani. I like the streamlined
0: version. He looks like the Silver Surfer now. Although, have you noticed that a lot of you know older guitarists are all starting to look alike? You know, you got him. You've got uh, Kim, Mitchell.
1: Kim Mitchell. Kim
0: Mitchell, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look the same. Yeah, um, they look like uh, oh, what's his name? Um,
1: uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy.
0: No, oh, is no. he bald now? Um,
1: he's probably pretty close. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else.
0: No, I was thinking of uh, Late Night Host with The Gap in his teeth. Oh. David Ledman's you know, music guy. Oh, Paul Schaefer. Paul Paul Schaefer, Schaefer, yes. Yeah,
2: I get the guy I get mistaken for all the time. Yeah.
0: And Ace Burpee. (laughs) And Ace Burpee. Yeah. I've actually
2: been asked to sign Ace Burpee autographs more than than once. And actually, did I? Okay. On behalf of Ace. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But when they heard me talk, they're like, what's wrong with your voice? Are you sick? I'm like, I, I thought they recognized me from Meet the Geeks or something. <laughs> I like the work you do on the radio. I'm like, do we have a song on the radio? <laughs> 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 Happened a few times. And then I met Ace Burpee. Yeah. <laughs> I have a picture up on my Facebook page. But I met Ace Burpee. And he's like, I'm like, okay, you and I have to talk. He goes, oh, do we? he's a little, that his voice starts kind of like that. Yeah, it's- I'm, never... I'm like, I keep people keep thinking I'm you. And I asked them, "Do people keep thinking you're me?"
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know who you are exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sean, Sean, Sean. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so we actually talked it out. We actually took a picture together, and actually had a good chat. He oh, was actually cool. kind of a... Anyway, but anyway, yeah, moving on.
1: I forgot what the question was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so hairless Joe yes. versus okay. hairy uh, Joe. Joe Santriani. You know I, I
0: don't know. I kind of like
1: with hair. Yeah, yeah. It's just too, too clean.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Just, just something. It, well, it does kind of seem like you know, if your guitar. I mean, it yeah, suits them when you I reach guess. a certain point in your career. Right. You know, you got to shave your head and you know start wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, well, true. When you have those long locks,
1: uh, and and you know, you get the fiery tuck going on on the top. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hmm. yeah, I just shaved it off.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's what Kim Mitchell had going for the longest time.
1: Oh yeah, he wore a ball cap everywhere. Yeah. So we got one vote each. Yeah.
0: I like hairless Joe
2: because it ties him with his whole Silver Surfer thing. He was a massive Silver Surfer fan, which is why it went, drew me to him because I saw his album "Surfing with the Alien" at the store. I'm like, see. See an album with Silver Surfer on the cover, what the hell is this? So actually, I think that's why I bought it.
1: But he had hair back then. He had hair back then. Yeah, Yeah, that was before he went and shaved it all.
0: Yeah.
2: Actually, I saw Joe in Montreal. Mm -hmm. And that is still my top live show I've ever seen. I actually cried. Yeah. I wasn't the only one. There was bikers and shit there. Yeah, and it was like an outdoor festival.
1: It's amazing the emotion that they portray. Him and Steve, yeah. Vaughan, both of them, yeah. Different. Passion warfare. I could play it, and there's some parts on there. Yeah, you just get choked up because it's just so. He just puts so much of his own life and feeling into it. It's like you feel like you're. He's telling you a story. Yeah, like really with deep. a guitar without words. A really that is deep, deep story. But, yeah.
2: but I was there in the audience. I was there with my friend Tracy. Tracy's from the podcast here, yep. and I was crying, and there was a bunch of bikers and tough guys and metal dudes in the audience, and I wasn't the only one crying. There was like these big guys with tattoos and like crying.
0: He touched I can't, my soul. I'm trying to remember what song it was, but it, it was, was just my mom. so it
2: was so beautiful. Stu Hamm was playing bass on that on that tour. Stu Hamm, yeah, he had a solo part where he did the Peanuts theme. By himself on the bass.
1: Oh, I've heard of that.
2: So he was doing that with one hand. Yeah, that part. And then, and then the other fingers were doing that. So he was actually playing a bass part and a piano part by himself on the bass by tapping and stuff. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it's really good. There's
1: some of those players yeah. out there. Just whoa.
2: That was yeah. <laughs> uh, that was. After I saw that show, and I bought a bunch of Joe stuff. After that, did you like Joe and you know Joe and Sammy Hagar had a band together called Chickenfoot? Yes, yeah, Chad Smith was the drummer, and Michael Anthony.
0: Yeah, yes. Did you like Chickenfoot? I did. Did you like? Did you hear Chickenfoot? Um, yeah, I'm familiar. I've heard of it. I haven't heard it. It was pretty good. It's actually pretty. It sounded
2: very Van Halen, I guess, uh, in some respects, but Joe's a cleaner player than
1: eddie yeah well very very articulate yeah articulate. very precise yes he's like the neil pert of uh, yeah actually <laughs> know, yes
0: he's it? more of a technical player yeah very yeah. very technical
1: but with a lot of feeling and that's that's a lot of times where a lot of people kind of fall off the radar so to speak when they're playing and, and people listening to them I mean, speed is one thing, but if you can't put any feeling to it, it's it's yep. it's totally p- pointless, really. Yeah. You're just flash flash in a pan player. Yeah.
0: <laughs> after yeah. that, the funny thing is, uh, back when I was uh, learning guitar in my teens, uh, one of the teachers that I had eventually got fired for you know, showing up uh, hungover all the time.
1: Um, <laughs> well, at least he showed up. Yeah, he
0: was you know telling me that he was like you know up late at a uh, you know guitar competition at one of the bars. And, you know, this some old blues guy that won. Right. Because, you know, everybody else was trying to play really fast. He's right. Like, you know, I was one of the first guys out there, you know, I played fast. You know, I think I scared everybody. he was trying to be as fast. I mean, this old blues guy gets up and he starts playing real slow. And he won. Yeah. So, you know, it's... it's well,
1: people in the audience aren't all guitar players. So they're like... Yeah. Okay, everyone's trying to outdo each other's guitar player. And if you're a guitar player and you watch it, okay, you can kind of relate, but... For someone in the audience, and you're, you're trying to get into the groove, and there's no... You can't tap your foot, you I can't, can't even find the groove! It's, it's too just, fast! Yeah, it's just way too... Yeah. And then it becomes noise after a while.
0: <laughs> Actually, I think I've got a, uh, another idea for a podcast there. How fast is too fast? Ooh. Like when you start getting into Vinnie Vincent and... I Malmsteen, Yeah. How Tony McAlpine, all those
1: older... Vin, Vinny Vincent, was it? Yes, and... Uh, yeah, all those fast players.
2: There was an interview, um, they had Rudy, you know, you know Rudy Sarzo?
0: Yeah, you
2: do. Do I? I Rudy, Sarzo. Rudy Sarzo was the bass player for Quiet Riot. Okay. He was the bass player for Snake. He was the bass player for Dio. He was the bass player for, um, I think, Lead Ford at some point. Cuban guy anyway you know it was still the night here, we, here yeah. whatever that was him playing bass okay um, but he was also the quiet riot guy and he always say what, he was also an Aussie he was best friends with Randy Rhodes they were kind of like a package deal I guess right so anyway so they're all um, anyway he's been in every band he's currently playing for the guess who as the bass player wow. and he's also played with Yngwie Molmsteen so he's actually good enough to play. He's good enough to play with Ingve Malmsteen because his bass players have to be really good and really technical, which I didn't know he could do. But then he really enjoys playing with the Guess Who because he loves all those songs, and he says the bass groove in the Guess Who song can't
0: be beat.
1: Well, that's the thing: there's the groove and the feel. Yeah. yeah. And if it's deeper in a certain particular genre of music, then yeah. Because if he's doing the the flashy stuff. I mean, it's all technical, and it's fast, and I'm sure he gets, you know, a thrill out of it. But he obviously gets more out of playing slower with more feeling. It's like playing along to, like, ACDC
2: or playing along to, you know, Dream Theater or something. There's something about playing along to ACDC. As simple as those beats are, and as rudimentary as those beats are, when I'm playing an ACDC song, like, I can really get into that groove. It's really fun. But if I'm going to play something complicated...
1: Well... Commercials, like if you listen to commercials, the Mazda commercial. Yeah. Okay, the one where it's, you, you know, after a while you, you start, you know, you notice that your head's bopping. Yeah, yeah. Or if they're playing uh, another one, there's one I like. It's uh, the Who. Um, the screaming in the
2: beginning. No, 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 no. The Guess Who, or the, who? the Who. Who the Who? We'll uh, get fooled
0: again? No. Horton hears.
1: We'll, 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 get, we'll get back to that one. I will going it up. I'll find it. Yep.
2: Okay. Doctor um, Who? Um, I'm going to keep going here. So, another lar-, LAR category. i got a couple more LAR categories. Okay. Because um, we're big fans of LAR. Least I could do? Looking for group.
0: Which is your favorite? I'd have to go with least I could do. I've actually stopped following looking for group. Ditto.
2: It's it's good. There's nothing wrong with it. It is easily the more popular of the two.
0: Yeah. It's just it just I don't know. I've become more invested in least I could do in the characters. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely been you know a lot more growth <clears throat> throughout the years. You know definitely you know, especially with you know, the story arc for Rain. Yeah, like his story arc is
2: actually really. Are you familiar with the uh, large strips? I'll, uh, you know what? I've got the cartoon... The cartoon books? Is that the right word? <laughs> I've got printed editions of his webcomic. Would like, you be interested in that? You mean like a Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sure. Yeah. It's really good stuff. It's...
0: I don't know. I, I, really, I really like Least I Could Do. I've always been yeah. a fan. The Looking old thing, for group has never made me cry. Least I Could Do did that at least once. Yeah, true. That was yes. the... Uh, Which... What, what part made you cry? That was uh, when... Uh, Rain went skydiving and his chute... Uh, or, sorry, he jumped without a chute. Sorry, no. He went skydiving. He was strapped to Wild Bill. who's Wild now his Bill f- from the G.I. Jo- Joe. Yeah, who's also now his father-in-law. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I guess they're not married yet, but they're living together, so, you know, they're common law. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, he wound up getting separated from uh, Wild Bill and, you know, was crashing to Earth without a parachute. So he imagined what it would be like in his death. Yeah. And, you know, of course, you know, some hilarity ensues. But it was the part that snapped him out of, you know, his reminiscing with his niece, Ashley, just looking at his uh, coffin and then, you know, the one panel where it's just, you know, her with a tear in her eye going, Unca? Oh, yeah. I actually, that, that, Made me break down. Well, yeah. Damn you, so. The whole family thing. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's Fashion. it's really good. I, I, looking for group is. It's not bad. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad. It, that's the one that it's it's was it based, based, on based on WoW originally. Yeah. World, World of Warcraft. Um. It's more.
1: This is a strip.
2: Comic strips. Oh, yeah. So these are two two of the comic strips that Lara, that Lara does okay. with, uh, with uh, Sommer. Um, and they're all available online.
1: Okay.
0: At um, least they could com and uh, LFG. Or no, no, no.
2: It's LICD.com.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh.
2: And LFGGroup.com, I think, is the Looking for Group. But Looking for Group is so big that I think it allows them to do Least They Could Do. I I. I personally think I think that's Somer's baby and always will be Somer's baby because mm-hmm. it was Somer invented at least I could do before Lara was around and did a whole season or a whole year of strips with another artist and then eventually found Lara and then this became Lara's full time job
1: mm-hmm. Eminence Front what? sorry I'm just regressing back <laughs> what did you say what? we were talking about commercials sorry oh the, 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 the who one it's Eminence Front What's that song? Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then you're like, yeah, your head's okay, bopping, and that's how they get you with the groove. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Going back to Thunderfunk,
1: okay. I was listening
2: <laughs> to it. I'm, I'm plugging, I'm plugging Danny, okay. Because I've been, I'm actually learning, I'm learning to play the album right now. It's just, I just, I just put it on the car. Just every once in a while, I swap the CDs out of the car, mm-hmm. and I, I grab five CDs out of the house dump them in the car and I listen to those five CDs for the next like two months mm-hmm. sometimes it's for the next four of the days and then I swap because they weren't as good as I remembered but I kept Thunderfunk in the car for a week and I'm driving and my head's doing that, that bop yeah. the whole time and I'm like that's a sign of a good song yeah. if you can't stop yourself from either head bopping or shaking your butt or tapping your feet or that's a sign of a good song
1: well, either that or the, it's the beat. Yeah. yeah. Like there's the there's a formula. Wasn't there a formula or something they try and use? And it's like same with commercials. Like they want you to be able to. So it's a four four. I don't well, know. Well, that's what, how, the, that's what how the they BP- write songs nowadays. They and you call them BP BPM BPMs, music yeah. uh, or whatever. Certain
2: BPMs <clears throat> uh, instill buying something, or make you feel good, or nostalgic. When you feel nostalgic, you tend to buy stuff.
1: Oh, they're right into the psychology now. Any angle they can yeah, end. yeah,
2: yeah. It's um, so at least they could do. You haven't, you haven't seen them. I like, I also liked Gutters. Yeah, I really liked Gutters. Gutters was the third strip that they did. That was my favorite, and it was never meant to be a permanent. I don't think it was ever meant to be permanent, but. Yeah. Um, but Ed, Ed the Ed was working on it too, which yeah. I, and Ed got nominated for was it an Any? Is that what they're called the Any's? He was, I think he was nominated for that. Uh, he, he might, might have, have actually won. I can't remember. Ed Razowski. Yeah. Uh, Gabino. Okay.
0: Colors. On, uh, he does Monday
2: the... Uh, Ed, uh, Ed does the uh, Brain Pulp TV on YouTube, which is uh, Magic the Gathering. Uh, what show will tell you how to play Magic the Gathering, which also has the
0: initials of MTG. Meet, Meet the Geeks. Yeah, that's, uh, that was one thing I didn't quite realize when I started, you know, came up with the idea of trying to, you know, call our YouTube channel, you know, MTG TV. So I looked up MTG and all of a sudden I found all this magic the gathering stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. But there's no MTG TV? I think there is actually. But I don't know. There. <laughs> anyway.
2: Cease and desist. <laughs> we'll wait till that happens. Um, I'll do a couple more. I think we'll we don't want to overdo this. Um, tattooed David Lee Roth versus nineteen eighties David Lee Roth. Have, has anybody seen the tattooed David Lee Roth lately? No, no, no,
1: no.
2: I think he spent a week getting tattoos. A whole like I don't know, a, a, a amount, a large, massive amount of time. He, get, he got Yakuza-type tattoos done.
0: Like a full Japanese
2: bodysuit? Full bodysuit. Body at least from the waist up. And Dude. now he's hawking uh, skincare a skincare line for for people with tattoos so they don't lose the color of their tattoos. That's his big thing he's working on right now. Well,
0: he's had a skin really moisturizers. Int- yeah, he's <laughs> had an interesting career arc.
1: I'm, I'm more into the vintage David Lee Ross yeah it's, it's yeah. i go with the you know, vintage yeah bunch a little of, bit of body hair and, you know yeah. yeah it's
2: interesting though that he's he's still cool yeah like he's actually transformed himself because if he was gonna have the, you know the hairline keeps receding receding like he's shaved his head now
0: yeah
2: and he's got the tattoos so he actually went to Japan for however long it was two years or whatever went there immersed himself in the culture got the Japanese tattoos and now he's this, like, different guy. It's like reinventing
0: himself. It's actually pretty good marketing strategy. Well, he was also, you know, EMT for a while.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I always kind of, you know, because he, you know, played himself off as, you know, being, you know, kind of blue collar, you know, average Joe. Not very smart. Not very smart. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if, if you want to be an EMT, you can't be dumb. No, he's definitely not dumb.
2: Yeah. Um, he he actually replaced Howard Stern for a while too, and Howard Stern was off the air, um, and he was doing the the radio thing. And actually, I listened to it; it was good. I really enjoyed it.
1: Didn't he do his own radio thing after that, or he was did, it just yeah, strictly? Cause it, it was. He, I think
2: I can't remember if he subbed for Stern and then he, then they gave him his own show afterwards. And then Stern moved to Sirius because Stern was on a radio station. They moved to Sirius, I think, oh, okay. or something like that. All right, <coughs> <coughs> I think that's all I got. I got a bunch more, but. We'll see them for next time.
1: Okay. Alright.
2: Alright, so that's a uh, episode of Versus. Okay. Is
0: that it? it did, yeah, I did come up with, you know, one of my own. Good. Uh, what's it? Johnny Landon? Johnny Rodden. Johnny Rodden. Yeah. So, we could do one, you know, Johnny Rodden Hawking uh, Butter versus... Stavely Roth Hawking Skincare. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
2: What? No? Nope. Let's we'll just
0: do this last okay. one. Okay, yep. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, hey, let's do it right now. Okay, so Johnny Rotten Hawking Hawk Butter versus Stavely Roth Hawking Skincare.
2: I have not seen the Johnny Rotten Hawking Butter, but it sounds amusing.
0: You know what, we should almost pull that up on
2: YouTube, just so we can see Okay, so Todd's pulling it up. Okay.
1: What, where did you see this? Where did It was the, th- on TV. Did you say Ronnie Hawkins? Johnny, Johnny Rock- Rotten.
2: <laughs> Johnny Rotten. <laughs>
1: two completely different...
2: <laughs> so, Johnny Rotten or Ronnie Hawkins, which do you prefer.
1: Is that two N's? Johnny.
2: Johnny. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's Johnny. J-O-H... And in, in interview, interview? Yeah.
1: no, nope. um, butter, butter. just put butter, butter. Oh, I'm sure you couldn't believe it. Okay, join your Rotten Butter advert. Oh my god, do I buy
2: country life butter because
0: it's uh, British?
2: Do I buy country life because I yearn for the British countryside? <laughs>
1: because he's made only from British milk. What? Now, I buy country
2: life because I think it tastes the best. It's not about great Britain, it's about great
0: butter. He did not age well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: well, until we see the D- David Lee Roth commercial, which I'm sure will be coming.
1: Yeah. What, has he come out yet? <laughs> well, no,
2: he's got an investor and... It's funny, he never had tattoos, all of a sudden he's got all these tattoos, and all of a sudden he's this tattoo guy. But he spent, like he did it all in one, one, in one, like one. That's
0: how uh, traditional Japanese tattoos are done. Oh, I guess he was
2: trying to be traditional then.
0: I'm wondering if he actually had it done traditionally, which involves, uh, it does not involve machines. That probably probably sounds right. They actually
1: rake with a bunch of needles on it and
0: then tap it? They tap it, or they actually have, uh, essentially like a wire brush, and they... Yeah, um, they just they God. keep jab
1: like three or four like they yeah. just jab it in. Yeah,
0: that sounds like fun. Yeah, no, but just bear in mind good. that they do this over the course of. You might spend an entire day. Just having you know this tattoo done, like people faint during this. Like yeah, people yeah, wind, so wind up with fevers. Him. You know, it's He's a it's tough not guy. for the
2: faint of heart. He's a tough guy.
0: Yeah,
2: um, something that came up in that interview with David Roth. Uh, that I was reading is, um, you know, he was like famous for rock climbing. Like he had his album "Skyscraper." There's a picture of him, yeah. You know, I, uh, rock climbing. He's terrified of heights.
0: Really? So, yeah.
2: And so he should be. So he, I think, I think he did that to just overcome his fear. And I, I kind of, I know not everyone's a David Lee Roth fan, but I like that if he's interested in something, he just goes and does it. Yeah. Like why not? Like that's what life's about. Just do something. Go try shit.
1: Well he's got enough money he can do whatever he, do it yeah. he wants when he wants. And yeah. I don't think he's been married or has ever been married. No.
2: He had that thing with that bodybuilder. Like that Kay, Kay Baxter, what was that her name? The bodybuilding girl who was also act was uh in Skin Deep with uh, Ritter. John
0: ben Ritter? John Ritter? Oh Ritter that one, yeah. Remember that movie? The yeah. glow of the dark condoms? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that scene. Uh, one more. Okay, I got one. Blue Collar Jobs. Rock stars with blue collar jobs. Versus? No. Okay. Okay, David Lee Roth as an EMT. Yeah. Versus Bruce Dickinson as an airline pilot. Bruce Dickinson. Todd?
2: I'd say the same. Yeah, it's Bruce is just cool. fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's no escaping it. Yeah. He's just
1: although it would be cool, uh, you know, if if you were to show up for whatever reason, and then you see Dave, and you go Dave. <laughs> I mean, it's like Steven Seagal. Like when he goes out, like as a cop, yeah. And people are like, "Hey, I'm getting arrested by oh, Yeah. Here, sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell my friends, "Yeah, I got arrested by Steven Seagal." <laughs> Um.
2: Oh man, I had one. Oh, so uh, there was a marathon. Uh, we were at uh, Christmas. Day, I guess Christmas Day. CMT was on for some reason on my in-laws' place. That CMT Country, that Country Music Television. Yeah. Um, it was on. They had a marathon of Three's Company. Oh, really? And I half the day, half the morning went away because I was just, just sat there and watched and realized how funny that show yeah. was. So, I have a question.
0: Suzanne Summers or Joyce DeWitt? Hmm. You know what? Actually, I always had a thing for Joyce DeWitt. I mean, you know, Chrissy, you know, she was hot, but Janet? Yeah, uh, Janet was something else. else. Yeah. I, I
2: loved Janet. She was A, she was funnier. Yep. B, she was smarter. Yep. She was
0: way more witty. Yep. And she was interesting. She was more than just looks. Did you know that she would act? She had actually been pushing for a romance between uh, her character and John Ritter's character mm. for the entire length of the show. Really? Yeah, because they they were really good friends. Yeah, but she wanted them to hook up.
1: How come we didn't add Mrs. Roper to the list?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. no. So who's your vote? Who's your vote? You know what? I, 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 to me, I think they were both equally interesting. I mean, you had the you had the dumb blonde uh, that she portrayed, and then you had the smarter brunette uh, as they portrayed. But, I mean, they kind of evened each other out.
2: Oh, yeah. No, uh, they're, they're,
1: they're great. Yeah. Mr. Roper versus
2: Mr. Furley. Mr. Furley. Uh, Mr. Furley, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah 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 with his uh <laughs> yeah, be like a I I think pale yellow first, jumpsuit
2: <laughs> I think I was a Mr Furley fan for the longest time but watching those old episodes with Mr roper and um uh Helen he right yeah, was yeah, the yeah. wife yeah there was something funny about that but they didn't last very long on the show because they gave them a spin-off show which yeah. tanked
1: you gave him a spin-off show they had yeah, the, there, yeah there was a
2: show called the Ropers oh, and they got okay. they didn't I think it lasted a season if yeah. that. But I, looking back at those episodes, I think there was less, it was less shticky with the Ropers. It was a bit more intellectual. Yeah. And then with Mr. Roper, it was all shtick. Like, or sorry, Mr. Furley was all shtick. It was, yeah. you know.
0: What was the name of the actor that portrayed him? Which one? Uh, Don Knotts? Don Knotts, that's yeah. it, yeah. I mean, just his facial
1: expressions. Yeah. And, and how he presented himself. Did he it was do more his martial arts. His, lot of, uh, a lot of a lot of physical comedy.
2: Yeah, he was. A, yeah, he was more of like a slapstick yeah. background. Well,
0: he was in vaudeville. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, he was okay.
2: Well, there that says it all. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I remember. I uh, have a couple of old uh, uh, Red Skelton, uh DVDs, and you know, it's got one with uh, Don Knotts on it. And oh, it's just man Red Skeleton. Uh, he was good. I liked him. Yeah. He was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, You know, it's just, yeah, it's like the old, it's... He brought a lot of that old vaudeville, you know, sensibility to the show, which, is it's definitely a little bit more slapstick, but, you know, he had a great comedy background. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: More presence. Mr. Roper was more... Every time he'd see uh, Jack do something, he'd always have that... that, He'd (laughs) give you that look. That was his big thing. But Um, other than that, that was his, you know...
2: Um, do you guys remember, um... The buddy, um, was played by Richard Klein. It was, uh, with the afro kind of the, yeah, the the curly hair. Yeah, like what was his yeah. name? Oh, fuck, I can't remember how. That.
1: The same show, yeah, yeah, his buddy with the regal beagle all the time. No, that he didn't have an afro, no, no, no it was no, curly this, black hair. He, yeah, black curly.
0: How hair. was his name? Larry, 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 Larry. Larry. yeah, Larry yeah. down at the regal yeah. beagle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, he was good. I was, I was. I don't know. I was really enjoying watching. So like John Ritter was 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 comedy gold. He yeah. was Just was so good. My favorite shows. Yeah. And yeah. he was actually a stand up, um, an improv guy. Yeah. Uh, there is. Um, you can see it online. He did a lot of improv with Rob. Rob Williams. Rob yeah, there Williams was pulled one, him up.
0: Yeah. There was that one uh, show where he, John Ritter, just happened to be in the audience, and Rob yeah, he Williams just pulled would, him come up. on up.
2: And they just improv. It was yeah. so funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm like, oh my God, because sometimes I think John Ritter, like, I, I had a perception that he was, he was just, you know, follow the script, and then he'd just do pratfalls, and yeah. maybe he wasn't as talented as, Pigeon but old. no, he's actually very, he is, in fact, very talented. Yeah, no, he's, yeah,
0: he's, great comic actor.
2: Yeah. Todd has on his bacon shirt.
0: Yes. Bacon. Bacon. In the summer. I'm telling you, (laughs) part of the swag needs to be this isn't my makeup.